It's uh, everything I dreamed of. I don't want to tell my dad that I love him. I still don't know what just happened. I'm just so grateful. Just so grateful for the opportunity to play this game. The legacy is not what you give people, it's what you put inside people, but also what they put inside of me. Hey everyone, welcome to Beyond the Locker Room with Maria. Maria here, and there's so much to talk about, so we're going to get right to it with T-Bone Steak. Hello, Maria. <laughs> Sorry, I just screamed that really loud. <laughs> you did. That's okay. I got, I got, like my microphone's all set up, so I got in really close on accident. I know. It's good. So, um, so the super wild card weekend's coming up, but let's talk college first. Oh, man. Georgia. Uh, Georgia, number one. Did you watch that game? I actually I did. stayed awake for the I, whole um, thing. I, I watched the first quarter, went to hockey, and then watched the last quarter at the rink. And I thought that Alabama was going to win, and I was really bumming. And, I mean, those guys are so big on oh. the defense and offense. They're huge. And, uh, I mean, what a great game, though. It was a great game. It's how it should have been. We all wanted Georgia because we love Nick Saban and Alabama, but they've had it too many times. So here's a cool, couple cool stats. It was since 41 years, since 1980, that Georgia had won a national championship. Number two, the coach, Kirby Smart. So every, it was 25-1 and one before for Nick Saban's winning against his assistants. So he always won. Now it's 25-2 and two because Kirby Smart used to be Nick Saban's assistant, and he won. So that's great. And then Stetson Bennett, they were all talking. He might not be an NFL quarterback. He was a walk-on. And then I was reading about his dad, um, when he was young and he he welded together a couple i think it was box cars and that's where the football people you know the team met every week and so it was this huge dream for him and you saw him just crying on the sidelines yeah it was it's, awesome it's hard not to like shed a tear of a uh, i get pretty emotional during like commercials let alone like <laughs> you know so, like it's just cool to see a moment like that for him and those are cool stories to see where he like you know no nfl for this guy this guy's not it's like don't tell anybody what they can do and it's just cool. And like even the Nick Saban after the uh, after the post game interview talking about what good guys he's like these this game doesn't defy these two guys. That, I thought that was super cool too. Yeah, he was very respectful as he should, and that's why he's a good coach. He's, you know, I mean, like him or hate him, um, he he uh, he puts together NFL athletes before they're even in the NFL. Like, you know, like those those players are, are like the top athletes in football, college football, going into the NFL. Like, they're already, like, it's like going to a super good prep school before you go to a, a college, you know? Yeah. It's just you're ready to go, all business. They work hard. I mean, those guys have, like, masters in sports, to, you know, sports. It's just, it's crazy. And that guy tore his ACL, too. That sucked, the receiver. I know. You, you he hurt his knew. knee before, though, right? Yeah, at the beginning, so the, then beginning it just of the went. season. <laughs> And then, well, I was wondering if it was the same or different. So Alabama did lose, you know, yeah. one of their stars. They were down two, actually, of their stars. And it was kind of cool, too, that uh, I'm sure it was Nick Saban sent in the one guy who was on the sideline already who wasn't playing to number one. Um, I'm blanking on his name to just talk to him uh, when he was in the locker room getting checked out. You know, basically saying, dude, it, it stinks, but, yeah, you know, this you're, is what you're you have going to, to the do. NFL, bro. Yeah. But, yeah, they guess that uh, they said that that kind of just – demoralized the uh, offense there like they didn't have a, a stud to throw it they like they needed the the depth of uh of george's wide receivers you know? yeah well nick saban at halftime told one of the sideline reporters he's like we got a lot of fresh guys that need to step up and a lot of them did it was a great game except you know i mean it, they when they got that interception and in the last few minutes that really sealed the deal and then here's another stat um 
Kirby Smart is one of the few coaches that won a national championship at his alma mater. I think there were only like four before that have won a national championship at his alma mater because Kirby Smart played at Georgia. I'm all about the facts. Wow. The factoids. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I like to look this stuff up right after the game. I was like on my laptop trying to figure it all out. So congratulations, Georgia. Yeah, Stetson Bennett. What a I love that he was a walk on. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. That's cool. You can do anything. All right. Super wild card weekend is this weekend. <clears throat> uh, the two by teams are, of course, Green Bay and um, the, Titans. the Titans. Yeah. Isn't that where were we talking about the Titans at all this year? No, they not, just not really. Like they 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 lost Derrick Henry, and then I think they just went under the radar. But they kept running the ball, and they kept winning. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> when I was looking, I go, the Titans. We haven't talked yeah. about them at all. Well, I mean, I, I was weird because the last week they're like the Titans have to win to be the number one seed. I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, it, so, yeah, it goes to show like how I like. <laughs> You know, I don't really pay attention to the teams I don't necessarily pay, pay attention to, but apparently I should be paying attention to this team because they're number one seed. They're, they're better than the Chiefs. Well, I was looking at the rundown, and I'm like, well, who's the bye then for the other, you know, league? What? What? I was like, Titans. So It's funny. But, like, let's start off with the, uh, um, the key to the weird weekend was uh, the Colts needed to beat the Jaguars. The Jaguars fans all dressed up like clowns. <laughs> because they were mad at the management. The owners of the Jags are absolutely furious about the fans dressing up like clowns. And then I heard that the Colts hadn't beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville for like four or five years. So you're like, oh, no. And then Wentz, not so Wentzylvania, or Wentz Wagon, I mean, they just couldn't do anything. And I guess, you know, it's like Jacksonville's Super Bowl, too. You know, they're like, yeah. all right, our fans are laughing at us. If we can ruin this team's, and you know what else is really cool too that they uh, the Eagles have their first round pick, so they didn't make the playoffs, so that bumps their pick up. And the Dolphins didn't make it, so it bumps their. Oh, pick up. gotcha. Yeah, so like secret, and then like Frank Reich said that he uh, he doesn't know if Wentz will be their starting quarterback next year, and he said that he wanted Phil. As of that moment, he wanted Phil Rivers. <laughs> I know, Jesus, dude. It's well, the getting in was so weird. Uh, so, yeah, you're not but, so Wentz Wagon But it anymore. was just like the weird, so that if the Colts lost, then the Steelers could make it, then the Ravens could make it. So they were playing. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, I'm at work watching the Steelers game. I'm like, this game sucks. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Boom. Colts are losing 26 to 6. Boom. That game matters. They're going to overtime. I mean, what a treat for a guy at work that, you know, a game that didn't matter. And there's, I mean, really, the Colts have no business losing that game either. Like, what the heck? Yeah, no, I thought the the same. Number one running back in the NFL. They've got you know, okay quarterback. (laughs) You're you're so not on the Wentz wagon anymore. I'm just I'm disappointed, (laughs) but like at the same time, it's just like it is what it is. I'm glad it's not the Eagles. So Pittsburgh won, and they interviewed Mike Tomlin about the uh, Vegas uh, Chargers game, Raiders Chargers game, and he was so funny. I love him. He's my second coach crush. Um, So he was like, I dozed off. Watching the game, he goes, I knew I had a work day, but it was a tie in overtime, and it was almost a tie in overtime. And then I heard that a couple of the coaches on both teams were like, we would have been fine with a tie, but you Chargers know, didn't do anything, so Raiders said, forget you it, know we'll who win else then. pulled a Mike Tomlin? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so I went to sleep, and the Raiders were pretty much, you know, they had a comfortable lead. Yeah, 18. And, uh, you know, I was like, whatever. And like, 
I'm such a jerk. So I fell asleep. So the next day, I'm like, someone's like, yeah, that game was unbelievable. Or my dad texted me. He was like, I texted him. I'm like, I just really want this to be a good game. And he's like, looking good so far. I fall asleep. Later, he's like, what a, great, what a game. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I look at it over time. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I had it. I had headphones in because mm-hmm. John had to get up early. So he's like, really? You have to watch the game in bed? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm putting it so it doesn't, the light doesn't shine in his eyes. And I fell asleep and I woke up with my phone on my chest at like 3 a.m. and went, I'll just see who won. So yeah, we and all the, fell the funny part, you'll look at your, uh, like, what is it, your phone screen time? It'll be up like 55%. You're like, oh. <laughs> and yes. I slept through it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was funny, though. Um, Mike Donlin fell asleep. But he goes, I knew I had, you know, work the next day. So he was confident and something because they had an 18 point lead but not so much i mean justin herber he uh his receivers couldn't catch the ball like in the first half and then finally he's like hey guys i'm balling out like where are you (laughs) hey by the way i'm still balling out let's do this and then like the guy one of the guys on the raiders said that we were going to kneel the ball did you see that oh yeah then they were talking about what if each play knelt the ball for a tie for the entire game that was a scenario they did yeah isn't that funny? That would have been hilarious. That would have been very funny. Oh, Nailsy's here. Nope. So, um, yeah, Big Ben, though, not his last day. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. I'm like, I'm not a huge Steeler fan. I love Mike Tomlin, too. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's had an 18-year career for the same team, um, two Super Bowls, great seasons. He got along with Antonio Brown somehow. Um, <laughs> Before I mean, yeah. he went wackadoodle. And, uh, you know, I just, you got to, you got to, you got to throw him some respect because, like, anybody to play for one team this day and age for 18 years is awesome, and his accomplishments speak for himself. And, and he had a little controversy back yeah, a few definitely. years back, but not, you know, he's coming out of it good, they, and I hope everyone remembers all yeah, his great They playing. made a South Park episode, and he was in it. You know that's bad when you do that. So <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm very happy for him, and my uh, dear friend Alexis is... But beside herself, beside herself, and then the 49ers, Jimmy, the uh, he's like a model. Jimmy G. He's like a Tom Brady. Looks good, plays good. He's he, well, he playing is well. Tom, he's Tom Brady's backup for all those years. I know. And one thing about him is like he's just he's a gamer. It looks like. I mean, they were down 17, and uh, your other coach crush. What is his name? <laughs> From Sean McVay. C- oh, Sean McVay. Yeah. yeah, he's down a few. Well, he has nice hair. I like his hair. He does have nice hair. You kind of have that I did Sean say, McVay like, look. I wanted to get a Sean McVay haircut. <laughs> but he was like, they scored the touchdown, and he was in the end zone celebrating before the guy even spiked the ball. And the ref's like, Jesus, like, what, what are you doing? You know, what's the ref? He's just like, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. He's like. Oh, my God. So 49ers, and um, we'll go off. We'll go to the playoff um, after your little wrap-up here. 49ers are hot. And I, if I were the Cowboys, I would not be very happy to have to play them. You yeah, because they're hot or not. And I know they it didn't count for the Eagles and Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Sorry, your Eagles all of a sudden got pummeled. Their second, yeah, their secondary was in it. All these, yeah. all these uh, Cowboy fans on Twitter are just like, yeah, is that a record? We scored 94 points on this team this year. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude. What? Yeah. Like, the, shut up. The second to third string were in the whole game because it didn't matter. And I yeah. think that was a smart move. And they were, you know, Jalen Hurts, they were going to give him another week off and just rest him, like which a, is good. You know, they were the most injured team the last couple of years. And I love that Nick Sirianni's like, hey, we're not playing our starters because we want to win football games. And even at the preseason, too, I was like, yeah. good. 
No, and Eagles, what were they? One and seven, and now they're in the playoffs. So kudos to Trevi's Eagles. Yeah, yeah, my team, the one, the one I own, right? <laughs> no, I own their hats and stuff. Um, so yeah, let's go to what's next on your list. Um, let's see. I uh, got the the Broncos lose. I thought that uh, Drew Locke played a good game because he's kind of like. They drafted him, and he was supposed to be the guy, but he just couldn't stop throwing interceptions. So Teddy Bridgewater came in to like steady the situation, but he got hurt. So he ran for two touchdowns, had a good cut. I don't think he threw an interception. But, yeah, I mean, once again, Chiefs win. I mean, Mahomes looks so good when he throws it to Kelsey and those guys. It's just yeah. like business as usual. But their defense has been keeping it a minute, and uh, I don't know. Like, There's some other teams that look really good. Yeah. And they're playing the Raiders right off the bat? Yeah, we're going to get to all of that. Okay. They are. Um, oh, yeah. And the 49ers look great on both sides of the ball. I wrote that down. And they did. And Jimmy G, let's go. And Oh, yeah. The, the Lions won. Beat the Packers. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers wanted to keep that momentum going, that winning. Oh, whoops. And you know what was cool about that game? They threw, like, every trick play in. They had, like, yeah. the three receivers throwing the ball. The receivers were running it, flipping it back to Jared Goff. Jared Goff's throwing the ball. I'm like, this is fun. Well, and Aaron Rodgers played the whole first half because he wanted to keep the momentum going. And then he, they finally just said, forget it, and took him out. Yeah. And then uh, Arians, Bruce Arians' uh, MVP comments. Oh, I have that down, too. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I have that He's down. Like, it would be a travesty. Travesty. I, don't, I think it's going to be a travesty. I think a travesty is a little aggressive. Um, but... Yeah, he's the yeah he's got more yards and more touchdowns, and he's forty four. You know, like come on. <laughs> I know. How old's Aaron Rodgers? Thirty seven. I think so. I think he's a year older than me. I know. I said um, it was since nineteen eighty that Georgia won. I'm like, how old's Trevor? Was he born yet? <laughs> no, I was in eighty four. <laughs> we won't say what year I was born. Ah, anyway, um, yeah, I thought you weren't even around yet. Uh, Mac Jones was disgusted with his play. But I think that that's good for the you know the Patriots to lose right before the playoffs because then that like sets their mind to like we're not losing mode. Well, and isn't it interesting because Mac Jones got hired because everyone thought it was Cam Newton at the beginning of the season. So it's funny to go from the beginning to the end, new eighteen week season. But Cam Newton, good segue. Uh, still wants to play in 2022. He'll be a free agent. He said he hasn't ruled out being a backup, just says he wants to be on a winning team. Well, well like, duh, doesn't everyone? Well, it's just like, hey, man, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so he, uh, but it's interesting to see where we've he come. He went to a Super Bowl. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I think they lost the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't lose to the Patriots? So it's weird. Um, we'll get into who's playing who uh, in a second, but... Yeah, it's weird to see the Patriots because they don't have Tom Brady, but they're still in the playoffs, which is great. I heard that like a Monday is like the coach firing day. It's called like a Black Monday. Oh, I have a whole list on that. Yeah, coach, coaches fired. GMs. Yeah, and GMs, yeah. not just coaches. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. The Giants GM, he retired. I think it was one of those, hey, you're going to get fired if you don't retire. You know? Hey, that rhymes, too. I, know. I like I, it. I worked on it all night. Well, um, <laughs> let's get to <laughs> you don't. <clears throat> All right, so Packers and Titans have the bye. So Raiders and Bengals Saturday. Raiders are going to lose to the Bengals. The Bengals haven't won a playoff game in, I think, 31 years. I thought I heard that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. 
So you want you have the Bengals, Derek Carr or Joe Burrow? Joe Money Money Man Money Bags. Burrow. Well, here it goes back to like Nick Saban in Alabama. Joe Burrow has been in a lot of college games, going for the championship and all of that. So that's why the talk is that he'll do better than Derek Carr, yeah. even though he's a rookie. I just think they're they're uh, teams better too. But yeah. yeah, I guess experience does come into play. But they're at home. Yeah. So. But anyway, Patriots Bills. That's at the Bills, isn't it? That's Saturday. I don't know. I I'm going to go. Ooh. It's supposed to be two degrees. Let's go Bills. And they were talking that, you know, it's going to be a running game because at two degrees, I don't care what kind of gloves you have or what heaters on the sidelines, it's hard to catch the ball. Yeah, that's when the uh, Patriots had like, like 230 running yards and they had three passing plays. <laughs> exactly. It's like, the pa- that's the Patriots? What? Okay, Eagles and Buccaneers. Um, you, did you see Tom Brady say about the Eagles? What did he say? Oh, he was just like, this is our toughest game. It's like, yeah, because you have to play playoffs if you don't win it. But they're, he's like, they're a different team than we played earlier in the year, and they're going to be tough. So you got some shout-outs from yeah. Tom Brady. That's, that's I mean, like one of those things he's like getting the troops ready. You're like, you know, what, why'd you have to say that? <laughs> you know? Why because? couldn't you just be like, oh, the Eagles suck. We're going to roll them. And then you're like... <laughs> Well, they are a different team. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna root for your Eagles. Me too. I would hope to shout. I get to. This is cool because I get to watch it at work too. It's on Sunday at eleven. I'd come in for a burger, but there's so much disease out there. I know. Now, Um, maybe I'll come in for two. Let's go go 49ers too. By the way, 49ers and Cowboys. I think the Cowboys. Did you hear this too? Are going to be down. Uh, Shanahan, the coach, he's like, yeah. okay, so my players, my team is so young that they don't even understand the Cowboys 49ers rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, if Dak has a good game, but I'm going to be rooting for the 49ers in my brother's honor because Pete loves them. Yeah, definitely go Pete. Yeah, so, and then Steelers, Chiefs, I'd like to see Big Ben win, but I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think so too. I mean, I will say I hope that the D. The defense for the Steelers plays hard because they're they're pretty good. Yeah, you know? but I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. And yeah. then, well, playoff football is pretty. Uh, I mean, it's always pretty tight. Yeah, it should be. Unless, and then Cardinals Rams. You didn't get the Rams coach haircut. So Kyler Murray or Matthew Stafford? Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams because I just don't think that the Cardinals have what it takes. See, I'm going with uh, Kyler Murray. Okay, do you, you want to bet? first playoff. Bet a dollar. I'll bet a dollar right here. Uh, speaking of betting, after this, uh, my buddy J Rod's going to talk all about betting. We're going to have him on. Um, we're going to have that segment on for two weeks, so you see it because I only like to bet on you know how many times they'll put Giselle on TV or what color Gatorade. Oh, you like the uh, what are those prop bets? Yes, they're yeah. called prop bets. Yeah. yeah, I'm a prop bet girl. And, by the way, never bet what you can't afford to lose. And call the number if you have a problem. Exactly. But, yeah, so um, Tim Hasselbeck today, this morning, said he likes, he trusts Murray more. So there you go. So let's go on to, um, that's the playoff picture, Coaches Fired. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll start with, because I said, the GM retired for the Giants because he would probably get fired. Yeah, and then Joe Judge, their coach, got fired. Yeah, he lost ten games in back-to-back seasons. He had a ten and twenty-three record. You know, but it's weird because a lot of these coaches, even though they get fired, will probably be picked up. I know by someone. So lame. And then I heard that Doug Peterson might go to the Giants. The Eagles' old coach, Philly Philly, they said that a bunch of Philly fans are like, "We'll just rip this statue down, and we'll keep (laughs) Nick Foles up there." 
Well, and Bears, Matt Nagy, six and eleven record this they year. They should have fired. They should have fired him. They should have fired him like five years ago. Or I mean, he's been on the chopping block forever. Isn't I mean, and it's crazy. And then Denver. He, I mean, the second they lost their last game, <laughs> Vic Fangio is that how you say it? He got fired. He never had a winning season at yeah. Denver. Uh, Vikings. Mike Denver's Zimmer. got a rough role too. It's just like it's a winning, like the winning culture. They want to like, and, yeah. uh, like John Elway has. He didn't when he was GM. He wasn't able to bring in a quarterback. He had like four quarterbacks that just never panned out. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, Viking. He was Vikings. Oh, Mike Zimmer. Zimmer. Zimmer yeah. He was the third winningest coach in Vikings history with seventy two fifty six and one. But he and GM, I still both think were fired. That well, that you know comes down to like Kirk Cousins, you know. Getting sick, not being able to play, and then, you know, like, key injuries like uh, Dalvin Cook not being able to play. It's just, like, right at the end of the season, too, when you need the wins the most. Yeah. You, you don't have your guys. Well, it's, and then um, Dolphins fire Flores after three seasons because yeah. they lost seven in a row. Or they were one and seven, then they <laughs> caught fire and won seven in a row. Um, they didn't make playoffs, so they're like, you're done. I know. But they said that he had such a good juju. And, of course, you know, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan, he said he's inter- he'll entertain offers. Yeah, he'll yeah, go wherever totally. the money is. I would, too. Yeah, why not? I'd be like, hey, do you want to coach college or NFL? You're like, hmm, see you guys. And he got a lot of money at yeah. Michigan. And he, he won, got paid his, a lot. He beat Ohio State, too. Yeah, which he made is playoffs, great. got smoked, and now they'll, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, the poor, um, all the coaches that got fired. Uh, and then let's go to MVP. As you said earlier, Arians at Tampa Bay said it would be a travesty if Tom Brady doesn't win the MVP. Does he know the definition of a travesty? <laughs> it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, I think, even if Aaron th- Rodgers loses the first playoff game, I think. I think that, uh, I think, I don't know, Tom Brady probably will, won't win. He definitely could and should. Yeah. I, I think that like everybody that's nominated has the right to win. I think Aaron Rodgers is unreal. Well, this year, and then he was on the McAfee show, like he does every week, and I guess there was a rumor that Aaron Rodgers was going to boycott the Super Bowl, and he said the F-bomb a bunch, saying it's the dumbest effing rumor I've ever heard. Of course, why would I boycott a Super Bowl? To make a statement. And then if he wins the Super Bowl, will he stay? Should he stay or should he go now? It won't be a long decision. This is my Aaron. Aaron Rodgers, (laughs) you know... I just, you know, I do research, and uh, it won't be, uh, it'll just be quick, and uh, thank you. You know, nice and, he's very, like, soft-spoken, yeah. and, like a ninja. Well, and everyone... Maybe on, ninjas don't speak, though. I, I, I have no idea. Never <laughs> watched a ninja movie. Um, but Never met one. Never met one, yeah. There you go. Halloween, maybe, a couple times. <laughs> but, you know, everyone's like... Being a quarterback's hard. Aaron's had the toe issue, all of that, and he still makes it look easy. Yeah, he had Tovid, remember? Yes, he had Tovid. That was like my favorite joke of the year. But so, yeah, so I think he'll win it. I would like to see Tom Brady just because he's older and um, I'd like to say a little more mature, but maybe not. What is like, Brady has like five Super Bowl MVPs or something like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, just leave some stuff for the rest of us here. So, out of everyone, though, um, who, as of right now, before Wild Card Weekend, would you like to see in the Super Bowl? I would like to see. I would like to see the Packers um, go. I just think that they're the best team. I think the Rams could go too, but I don't think they will because they're not. Because Stafford can't not throw interceptions. Yeah. I just don't think that the Bucks are deep enough. I think they're too injured and 
I don't think they can do it. So they'll probably definitely win because I said that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, and Just because um, you said it. I mean, on the other side, it's the Bills, the Chiefs, and uh, the Titans. And they've got Derrick Henry working out, too. I mean... I, I, we have not spoke of the Titans all year. What is wrong with us? Well, now we're giving them some credit. <laughs> we'll give them some props. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Football three days in a row. Very exciting. And um, anything else before we bring in my buddy J-Rod? Um, just got to remember that bet for a dollar. I got... Oh, yeah. I already, got, already forgot. Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. I wrote it down right here. <laughs> okay, <Betting> good. one dollar. <laughs> I'll bring my dollar. I did bring Trevor some Sunday socks. Look at that. Football. Yeah, I'm going to wear them I got those Sunday. in Palm Desert. Um, so thanks, Trev. We'll see everyone. Have a safe week. Up next, J-Rod. Remember, don't bet what you can't afford to lose but he explains the total betting process and i think i am going to have this segment on for two weekends just because it's playoffs and if you want to bet bet safe bet smart he is so smart in all of this it's crazy and i learned a lot i learned that i'm a props better yeah it's great like i don't really understand betting either that's why i don't do it and then i've heard (laughs) that if you do go do betting like bet on sports because they can't you know they can't that's not like blackjack, you know. Like, well, yeah. There's actually a chance I'll win. You know? <laughs> well, like, and it's funny because we talk about um, how I, you know, you have pools in the rodeo when mm-hmm. I go work. And he got into betting when he worked at ESPN. It was all legal, just office pool betting. And yeah. that's how he got into it 20 years ago plus. That's awesome. When he was working at ESPN. So he has, has had an amazing career, like I said last week. He's busier than me. And he has children and a beautiful wife. And he gets up at five like you. Well, you have so. a beautiful boyfriend. I do. He's look. He called. You missed. His I know. Text. I missed his text. That's okay. He can wait. <laughs> I love you, honey. All right. Uh, join us next week where we will uh, have more playoff picture. And right now, Jim, Jim Rodriguez, J Rod. All right. I'd like to welcome back J Rod, Jim Rodriguez. Um, last week we talked all about football, how you got into it. This week it's all about betting. You yes. host a betting podcast that I have watched and it's helped a little, but you guys know it. You guys live (laughs) it. You said last week that you put your bookie out of business, which I absolutely love. Let's talk betting. First off, give everyone the name of your podcast and I'll put all, all your stuff below. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you, you know, you can, it's, it's so funny. Now we, we say, traditional like website five reasons sports.com uh, but you can go you, it's, it's a youtube show uh you go to just look up five reasons sports um and my show is called five reasons to bet you can go to my twitter which is at jrod show there's always links on it and stuff and we do it you know we do it three times a week uh usually monday wednesdays and fridays and we you know nfl nba golf whatever whatever, whatever we can try to get lay a bet on and it's fun you know it's it's a it's sports investing and it's it's you know it's funny when you find something that you're passionate about is, is important. But when you can find something that you're passionate about and that you're good at, then, then you've, then you've hit the mother load and, and gambling has always been, listen, my mom growing up, my mom um, was a bookie. My mom was the neighborhood bookie growing up, you know? And, and so she taught me all about gambling. You know, growing up in LA, we would drive to Vegas once a month and she taught me how to play cards. She taught me how to play craps. She taught me you know, the slot machines. She taught we. She won. She won like ten grand at Los Alamitos chariot racing. You know, chariot horse racing. Not degenerate as that. She bought a condo in 1987 for winnings at the track. So she taught me everything about gambling. So I owe her a huge. You know, God rest her soul. I owe her a huge. Every dollar I make, 
is because of, of, of what she brought into it. And my dad was just the opposite. My dad was a man of Zen, quiet. I didn't know my dad could speak for a while. But my dad would go days without speaking. He would just give you the nod or the, or the look. So they were, they, were, they were the perfect yin and yang growing up. But yeah, gambling is, is, is you know, it, it seems intimidating at first, yeah. but it's really not. It, it, it's like everything. It's, it, think of the stock market only with, you know, athletes. That's a good point. I mean, I invest in stocks, but I've never been a big better. We had a relative that was a bookie growing up and, you know, forget January and forget the Super Bowl. He was not available. He was busy. Right. And exactly. you said last week that NFL came to you because you do office bulls at ESPN, which I love. We always do in the truck for rodeos. You know, we'll draw what bull and all that. We keep it like mm-hmm. a draw uh, with rodeo. So you started in office pools and now you host this podcast and you, you know, you can make a living besides television off gambling. Sure. Listen, uh, NFL season's my most profitable as uncle Sam would, as uncle Sam knows. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a good way to, to sort of, uh, it's my stimulus package, you know, look at it that way. And, but, but it's, but it's work. It's like anything, you know, it's not, it's not the, Oh, they've got the best uniforms. It's funny because my mom, uh, she she was joking, of course, but she always had a theory when I would just ask her, "How do you pick the? How do you pick? You know, how do you know which horse to pick on?" And she would say, "Well, simple. When they do the little parade before they they go, you look at the horse that takes a crap before the race. That horse is empty. That's the horse I'm running with." And I was like. And she did it as a goof and the horse won. So I was like, wow. But, the, you know, there is a, there is a, a, a science to this. It's, it's, a lot of it is, is injuries. A lot of it is trends. A lot of it is, is where they play, you know, and the, and the stuff that's crazy is when you're a psych, you got to be a psychologist because we don't know if this, this guy had a fight with his girlfriend, had a fight with his wife or, his, or their, their kid is sick, you know, and now they have to go play these games. So it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot easier to get this information than it used to be in terms of analytics, in terms of, you know, I'm not going to pitch any particular website, but you can, there's a million websites you can go and subscribe and they'll print the numbers for you. So you can be an informed better, just like, again, it's just like the stock market, just like you have, you know, websites that you can tell, that'll tell you what stocks to pick. And that's the same thing with gambling. And, 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 And it's a great way to sort of add to your income, you know, and be a smart better. Again, I've always said this. Don't bet what you can't lose. If you're betting your mortgage, if you're betting your rent, no, no, no. Again, it is for entertainment purposes, but if you can make a couple, two, three bucks, then you're going to be all right. And again, I've, I've found that, you know, it, it's fun. Um, it's a great way to spend the day. You know, the only drawback of it, you know, it's kind of like people who work in a restaurant. The last thing they want to do is eat, you know? The, you know I, I find myself, it's, it's very hard to watch a game unless I got, unless I got some action on it. <laughs> well, and how do you, especially with football, and it is January, so Super Bowl's coming up. How do you first, first, how do you balance it all with family? And you have to do a lot of research for all of your, all of your sports shows, sure. and especially, I would think that the betting sports show you have to do almost the most research. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like anything. It's it's you treat it like a job. You, you know, you've got to carve out some time. You know, it's it's so funny as I've gotten older and I've and I've hit that the the, the fifth floor of my life. By the way, I, I just turned fifty. By the way, which I was going to say, didn't you have the birthday? Yeah, good good thing the alcohol and cigars have mummified me. So I don't I don't think I look fifty. I think I'm doing all right. But um, I think the I've joined the five a.m. club. You get up at five a.m. It's quiet time. You know, you have your coffee and then you have that hour or two 
before that, I have to wake the kids up and you can just delve into whatever it is. And for some people, it's they're reading books. You know, other people are meditating. Other people, and I'm I'm crunching gambling numbers and I'm I'm reading over the the games from last night and in trends to be an informed gambler. I mean, you know, sometimes it is luck, and sometimes you're like, listen, all the stats, all it all points that this result's going to happen. And at the end of the day, it's still human beings. But it's all about being an informed sports investor. And 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 then when you make a bet, and that bet wins and especially if if your if your opinion is different from everybody else's like sort of where i made my bones in in this gambling business is uh, i do a lot of boxing i cover a lot of boxing for espn as a producer not as an on-air talent and i I went on one of my gambling shows and i said hey this particular fight check out the draw i think this i think this fight could end up at a tie and in the fight and it was 15 to 1 which means for every dollar you bet you win 15 dollars um, and the fight ended up with a draw. And I just sat there like that proud dad watching their kid walk down the aisle at, at the college graduation going, oh, yeah. And then seeing my Twitter mentions and seeing all my phone blowing up. You got it. Oh, my God. How did you do that? How did you do that? And it really just it, it, it pays off. And then, you know, you, you put some bucks in your pocket. That doesn't hurt either. Well, and when you place these bets, like you said, I mean, I'm assuming those games are what's on TV and you're following them. And do you get nervous because there's more on the line? I get nervous when, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan growing up in Washington State and not my year, obviously. But it's like my dad used to get so nervous just watching his UW Huskies play. I'm like, Dad, it's just a game. But he would be so nervous. So I'm thinking if you bet again, only bet where you can afford to lose. But that is a little more nerve wracking. Well, you know, it's so funny as I've gotten, I mean, I've been gambling, legit gambling for 25 years. Half my life I've I've been making bets. So, you know, it's funny. I saw this gambling show on Showtime. They did kind of a a documentary about gamblers. And there's a very famous gambler who makes his bets and doesn't watch the games. Goes off, spends time with his wife, goes, goes shopping. Because he's saying, hey, I've already made the bet. There's nothing more I can do. I can't catch the ball. I can't throw the ball. And, and I find myself a lot doing that where, where if I'm watching a game, because I really want to watch that game, but you know, you also make so many bets, like on an NFL Sunday, you know, I'll make 10, 12 bets, you know, and you don't want to be that guy looking at the phone or stuff like that. I just remember I had a a moment of, of clarity. I was in Vegas with my wife and I used to be a big blackjack player and God bless that woman. She's, I know there's a, there's a special place in heaven for her. She's going to be a saint. Um, she would stand, but, you know, she's not a gambler. She would sit there, you know, standing next to me at the blackjack table for you know hour two hours. And then I just said to myself, I, you know, I looked at her and I said, are you having any fun? And she's like, no, not really. And I said, what are we doing? And that's when really sports gambling really became my thing. So I would go, I would make my bets. And then we'd go out, we'd go to the club, we'd go to the restaurant, we'd go sightseeing, we'd go to the bar and the bets are done. So, yeah, it's fun to watch the games, but also, you know, it, I'll, I'll check my phone, see see whatever the results are at the end of the day, and then you're done. But then, you know, it, it, it's been more of a convenience. And you said, how do I manage it with kids? That's, that's the best way to do it. You make your bets and then, all right, what are we doing today? Let's throw the ball in the backyard. Let's go here. Let's go get some ice cream. Let's go have brunch. Let's go to the beach, whatever it is, you know. I'll, I'll sneak my little, you know, how am yeah. I doing here? Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes, you're killing me today. You know, this, that, the other, Oh my God, the Dodgers. But that's the one thing I will say. I will be, I never bet with my heart. Always bet with your head, both in terms of what you can lose and on your team. Because if it was up to me, I'd bet the Dodgers would go 162 and 0 and win the world series every year. And, I, and that clearly is not going to happen. 
<laughs> I, so I will I won't that. bet on the Dodgers. I, I won't bet on the Dodgers. That's the only thing I won't. I, I mean, I will, but I'll always bet them to win. So if I think they're going to win, if I think this is the thing, then I will bet the Dodgers. Okay, I want you to explain. I'm sure a lot of people know this. When you look at, because I'm always looking at the schedules for the NFL and it says minus eight. Is that the over under? Because I will say, I love the NFL. I know a lot about it, but that's why I have people like you on the show to explain. Sure. Talk about over under, the minus and the plus that you see when you look before a game starts. Well, the, the most popular bets, the numbers you'll always see is minus eight or minus seven, minus two and a half. And then there's a, there's a total. So, so what, the first one is called the side, the point spread. And that is, what Vegas does is they'll say, let's take, let, let's take your Seahawks. Your Seahawks playing the Lions. Well, the, the, the Seahawks were minus seven and a half, which means whatever the final score is, you take you minus seven and a half from the Seahawks. And if they still win the game, then you win your bet. Just like on the flip side, you'll see a team plus seven and a half. So if, if the Seahawks are minus seven and a half, their opponent would be plus seven and a half. Same theory. Whenever the game ends, the final score, you plus seven and a half. And if they win the game with that, then you win your bet. So that's how that works. And 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 it and the reason why Vegas does that or the sports books does that is that they want to get their goal is to get the equal amount of bets on each side. Because again, remember, Vegas is is Vegas can get killed like this. If all of a sudden, if there's a favorite and everybody bets the favorite. And, they, and the favorite wins, well, Vegas has got to shell out all that money. So that's why they try to make the numbers so close that you're like, well, you know what? Plus seven and a half for the Seahawks. Maybe maybe the Seahawks will win by five, so they won't cover the minus seven and a half. So maybe I'll go on the other side. Well, that's the whole point, to try to get the equal amount of sides. Yeah. And then the, the other one is the total. And the total is how is just that. How many total points will be scored in the game between both teams combined. Will it be over that number that they give, or will it be under the total? The other number you see is the total. Let's say it's 48. And the reason, and that is how many combined points between both teams will be scored in that game. It's exactly what it means, the total. Will it be over that number or under that number? Um, and then that, those are the two basic bets, the spread and the total. But then you can apply to that to first at the end of the first quarter. What will the total be at the end of the first quarter? What will be the what will be the total at halftime? What will be the total at the end of three quarters? What will be the totals at the end of the game? You can bet you can apply that to everything. And then you have something called proposition bets, props bets, where you talked about what color Gatorade are they going to put on the coach at the Super Bowl? Well, you can do that from how many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for this year? How many rushing yards will Russell Wilson have in this game? And they will set the number. And then you bet over or under that. And then different sports books, both brick and mortar sports books or online sports books, you can shop around. Like I have multiple accounts with multiple sports books because sometimes you'll get a better number. You'll get better odds here or you'll get better there. And then probably your next question is going to be, what is that minus 115? What is that plus 105? That is your money line. That is, that is, your, that is the odds of how much money you're going to make. And the simplest way to do it if it's minus, that means you're you're you have to. It's a losing bet, and losing bet meaning it's it's you're taking less money. So everything's based on hundred dollars. I base it on dollars, at least the way my my brain works. One dollar. So minus one fifteen means for every one dollar and fifteen cents that you bet, 
you win one dollar back. That's why it's a it's a that's why it's a minus bet. You're winning, but you're you're winning less than you bet. Minus two hundred for every two dollars you bet, you you get one dollar back. That's a that's a prohibitive. That's a big favorite. Plus one hundred five plus one fifteen means for every dollar you bet, you get one dollar and fifteen cents back. That makes sense. No, it makes sense. But then how do you choose which one to do? <laughs> well, then that's where you got to do your homework. You got to say, hey, listen, I think the Seahawks have been struggling lately. I'm using your Seahawks here. Yeah, They've that's been struggling okay. They have been struggling. I don't, I don't think they're going to cover the number. I, I think I think they're not going to cover. They're not going to win by more than they're not going to win by more than seven and a half points. So I'm going to go with the other. Band. So underdogs will make you more money because they're underdogs. They're not expected to win a favorite. The book will say, hey, you've got to. You're going to win less than you bet because they're the favorite. And then if you get an upset, crazy, or you get props and stuff, that's where it all becomes. And then it just becomes studying, just like stocks. Just like what you know, you know, what what's Bitcoin going to do? You know, when did you buy it? When did you make the bet? Because when you make your bet, you're locked into whatever number that is. But the lines move. The lines are fluid. And in this era of COVID, it's become a disaster because on Tuesday, let's say. The Seahawks are minus seven and a half against the Lions. It means they got to win by eight or more points for you to win the bet. But then come Thursday, we find out player X has COVID or we find out player Y is hurt. Well, now that line is going to go down. So you're locked. You bought your bet. You bought it at seven and a half. But maybe now it's minus three. So now the Seahawks, all they have to do is win by four points or more. So you either have to buy another bet, you know, make another bet. So that's why I, in, in this era of COVID, that's been the hardest part in terms of the gambling perspective is you have to wait till the very last minute. Once Because once the game starts, you're locked in. But then you have in-game betting, which means you can make bets while the game is going on. So if all of a sudden the Seahawks get out in front, you can still bet on the Seahawks to win the game. But now it becomes more money you have to bet to win less money and vice versa. So it's it, it's fascinating. It's, I always you like have the, good, you gotta have good Wi Fi. Let's put it that way. You can eat, you can eat, Murray, you can even bet what the next play will be. Will the next play be a run play? Will the next play be a pass play? It's crazy. I saw that you'll laugh on some sitcom. They were betting, and all the guys were around a bar and they were like asking the waitress because she was really good at it. She just had the sixth sense. They're like, is he gonna make the three pointer? Yes or no? And that you have to do it right away. Right. That's what's right. crazy to me. I like the, the you know, will Bill Belichick wear a hoodie with short sleeves or long sleeve? You know, no sleeves. Or how many times right. will they go to G- Giselle in the, you know, right. in her seat? Those are the. Right. I mean, how, how Super Bowl Super Bowl is the is the is the motherload of of sports propositions. I mean, literally, you'll you'll be in Vegas or you'll go to your favorite online sports book and you'll see a packet like literally this thick. Of, of, of propositions bets. And w- one of my favorite prop bets, and I always tell this story, was the Super Bowl that they played here in Miami years ago between the Colts and the Bears, okay? That year, the Colts were just steamrolling people. Incredible offense, just running people into the ground. And that particular postseason, they hadn't punted all postseason. Their offense was so good that they hadn't punted. So come the Super Bowl, you knew, because you checked the weather, it was going to be a rainy day in Miami, maybe more running. Maybe the offense wasn't going to shape up. And the Bears defense was pretty good. So they set how many times would the Colts punt in the game? 
<laughs> and they set it at two and a half. Two and a half. So it means they got to punt either less than two. I mean, there is no half a punt. The, the, yeah. the, so, and I thought it was going to be rainy. The offense has been, I'm going to go over two and a half. Yeah, so I, I remember. I remember that third punt. I shot up out of my seat. And, you know, I'm the only one doing that. But that's how you can always tell who the gamblers are when there's just a random run play or a random catch out of nowhere. And somebody, yeah, there's there's some proposition that just a good prop bet just came in. And that's that's the best part of it. It's sort of that little wink to the gambler. Like, I see you, player. I see you. So I definitely would be a props better. Or I yeah, love for fun. the Super Bowl, the squares. You just pay however yes. much. There's a ski shop in town that's been famous yes. for it. And it's fair. They have this huge board and, you know, it's maybe a hundred bucks, or whatever. It's just in-house. And yeah, you just, you draw your number. And I've, I've won a little bit of money uh, for some Super Bowl parties at that. Cause yeah. it's just random. Squares, yeah. Squares is funny because squares is that, that's just luck. That's just, yeah. you know, heads or tails. That, that's just luck. Uh, but it's fun. It's fun winning those as well. And, and the way the squares work is they have a basically a, 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 a plain sheet with a bunch of little squares. And then you you put in your initials or your name. You pick whatever square you want and you, you pay per square. And then they draw the numbers from zero to nine. So yeah. four, so they go four, six, eight, nine, and then down the side. And then whatever the score is at the end of the first quarter, at the end of halftime, if it's seven to zero. So if you have seven. And then zero, you you meet the square. Oh, that's who the winner is. So that that's yeah. a lot of fun too. It's that's fun at the fun. Super Bowl, you know. Yeah, well, the Super or- Bowl is, is the is is the Super Bowl of betting. It's 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 great. It's great. You know, I you I lose track. You know, I lose track of how much how many bets that I just at the end of the day, I thank God for online sports books. I just look, oh good, I won or I didn't win. So yeah. It's great. It's great. All right, I have to ask. I know it's gonna be a couple, well, that who did you want at the beginning of the season to win the Super Bowl? Who did you think? And who do you think is going to win it now? Because this will air before I, February. But we, you know. As as a producer, as a as someone who's in television, I think the best, the absolute best matchup would be Patriots-Buccaneers. Yep. No, Brady I agree. For TV. Belichick. And the game would the game's in LA, Hollywood story. That would be the absolute. I mean, and both teams are in the playoffs, so it it, it could happen. Um, I think I'd love for the Rams to get in there. Uh for my son. I think he'd go up, I'd go out of his mind. Uh, I think it's gonna be a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. Uh, and I think the Packers are gonna win. I think the insufferable Aaron Rodgers will and his smugness will uh will be the MVP of the league, will be the MVP of the Super Bowl. And he will walk out of title town with the title and end up either in Denver or maybe Miami or maybe Pittsburgh and, and be their quarterback and end his career there. But I think it's, I think it's going to be Packers Chiefs, which would be great because there's be, there'll be a lot of points in that game yeah. in theory. So you would bet the over. <laughs> well, and that's what you talk about. If people want to learn more about betting three times a week, I'm going to let you go because you're so busy. But after the Super Bowl, I want you back on just to talk, give a wrap up of the whole season, how you bet, what you won at. I know that's not the right English, but you know, um, yeah, I was interviewed in December for this magazine article and I picked Cardinals. I can't remember. But you know, because someone was so hot and not so the playoffs yeah, are great. Yeah. Card- Cardinals, Cardinals started eight. No, sure. Yeah. 
And then my buddy, uh, Trevor, who helps me out with podcasts, he's an Eagles fan. And they, I mean, it has, it's been a crazy season, but I learned a lot and your podcast link is below because it's so interesting. I'm like, oh, I got to have J-Rod on, you know, because we go back a long way. The Arsenal in way. LA, baby. The Arsenal in LA. I love it. I love it. And, you, love and you're, you're one of my favorite people. I love to see you succeed. I love all, all, all the things you've done and you've, you've earned it all. So uh, congratulations on the show, on all the stuff you do with the rodeo. And maybe one day we'll actually see each other in person. I know Talk we almost made it in Vegas when I was there for well, the rodeo. We were, right we were, back we were at in you. Vegas at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely. One of my and favorite come people. Down, come down to Miami. You know, we might be coming this spring to uh, Vero Beach to see some friends. And I told John, I go, honey, we have to go down the coast and kind of check a few things out and see a few friends. So, yeah, absolutely. We'll be waiting for you. Right back at you. You're one of my favorite people and all you've done. I was like, I got to get a move on. He is not the competition, (laughs) but you're just inspiring because all you do. And I'm with you on the not quite 5 a.m. mornings, but I'm a 6 a.m. -er and just the quiet time. But I have no kids. I have no husband. Yeah. I have a great boyfriend who understands. Yeah. Yeah. I just have my pug and my dog looking at me like, what are you doing up at this hour, dude? You're not a morning person. All right. Okay. Sure. Well, well, thanks again. That, that Cuban yeah. coffee helps me out. Well, yeah, you have a whole other podcast on cigars. So check out all his links below. Love you. And here's to a successful betting season up into and after the Super Bowl. Cheers. We'll talk to you soon. Hey everyone, this week, Maria's Minute, it's going to be way less than a minute. I just want to say, be happy, be blessed, be grateful, and be safe. If you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. That's my two cents. See you next week. Enjoy the football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.